0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Unless we accept salvation, we stay under judgment. Hi, this is Keith Toosey and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping equip believers to lead in every context and situation in life. Hey, I want to tackle kind of a big subject here in the next couple podcasts. One I think we talk about a lot, but the scripture really speaks to. And I want to just kind of open up a couple familiar scriptures to us. And I want to talk about Jesus and judgment. Does Jesus judge people? What did Jesus really tell us about judgment? What does the Bible really say? So I want to start with a text you know. I'm going to read it. And I'm just going to take a second to Selah there, a break, and then I'm going to read the verses that follow it, okay? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever, whosoever, and anybody who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is God's ultimate intention And it's important that we understand God's ultimate intention. Now, look at the next verse. Verse 17. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but the world might be saved through him. So the purpose was not judgment. The purpose was salvation. Now, I did something I'd never done before. I just did a chronological study in the book of John, just on the word judge and judging and judgment. And I I never realized it before, but there is like a case history being built where the understanding of this is continually brought forward. If you look at John 12, John 12 essentially says the same thing that John 3 does. Let me read verse 47 in John 12. If anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to the world to judge, but to save the world. So there we have a repeat of John 3.18. Now, again, you've got to read the verses after it. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the verses after John uh, 8.47, 848 says this. He who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word I spoke is what will judge him on that day. Now, there's two things at play here. The reason Jesus came to save us is that we were under judgment. And unless we accept that salvation, we stay under judgment. Otherwise, His death was ceremonial and not sacrificial. The other thing this points out to us, and I think it's important to understand, is that he's not singling anybody out. A lot of times when people think, well, I've been judged or you're judging me, they're making it about them rather than about the condition that mankind is in. You're judging me rather than God has already issued a judgment saying that certain things will lead to death. Now it gets even more strong in verse 49. For I did not speak on my own initiative, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a commandment as to what to say and what to speak. I know this commandment is eternal life. Therefore, the things I speak, just as the Father has told me. What is Jesus saying here? Jesus is saying that you cannot separate him and the Father. The things that the Father has judged as sinful and evil cannot be separated from Jesus. Now, this is really relevant today because we hear many people talk about Jesus and God as if they're two separate gods. You know, they're not one God. They're not part of the, what we call the Godhead, the Trinity, and that somehow that they are different from one another. But when Jesus speaks about judgment, every time, he makes it clear that he and the Father are one. His mission was not to bring judgment. His mission was to break the judgment that was over us. But if people do not receive that mission, they stay under the judgment. Let's go back to John, the third chapter. We read verse 18 that it was not his intention to judge the world, but that the world... Or, no, we didn't read verse 18, so let me read it to you. He who believes in him is not judged. How do you get out of being judged? By believing in him. What do you have to do to believe in Jesus? I want you to ask this, answer yourself this question. Do you believe he's the historical figure? Uh, do, can you even believe in a, in a historical resurrection and not be saved? I think you can. When we believe in Jesus, according to the scriptures, we are believing that we are under judgment, i.e., I am a sinner. I need to be saved. I am lost without God. No amount of good works can take the place of what Jesus did through death, suffering, and resurrection. So he says, he who believes in him is not judged, but he who does not believe has already been judged. That was the message of Jesus, That there was a judgment on the earth and Jesus came to redeem us from that judgment. It says he is judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. In other words, he's not believed in his need for forgiveness. If a person does not know they need to be forgiven, then Jesus is just an historical figure at best. Okay? If people do not believe they're under judgment, they have no sense of joy of having that judgment removed from them. I see people that confess Christ but don't seem to have any joy in salvation, and I, I can't determine whether they are indeed believers or not, but I think there is a, a missing revelation. Let's read one more verse here in John 3 because I think it's important. This is the judgment... Okay, this is it. What is this judgment? This is it. So if Jesus says this is, this is the judgment, I think we ought to agree with Jesus. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light for their deeds or evil. In other words, the evidence of Jesus needing to save us is that he came into the world and was kind and merciful and healed people, and people still hated him. People wanted to murder him. People wanted to do wrong to his disciples. The light came and people still turned their back on it, and that's the evidence that there is judgment and the need on why Jesus came. So I just wrote down this little equation. Uh, John 3, 16, 17, 18, and 19. John 3.16, God does not want people to perish. John 3.17, Jesus is the means from keeping people from perishing. John 18, believing removes the existing judgment. John 3.19, the evidence of needed forgiveness. So we see a very... Uh, clear definition that the fact is that there is judgment on the earth, and we will be judged for our sins if we do not receive Jesus' life-saving measures to redeem us from our sins. Do you see that? Do you understand that? Now, let's go back to John 12. Now, the reason I'm focusing on John 12 and John 3:16, John 3 is the first time that judgment comes in in John, and John 12 is the last time. And there, there are other passages that uh, I want to cover in another podcast with you. And so you kind of have the chronological, uh, you know, the 30,000-foot view of what's happening here. But the message is very consistent. Again, John twelve forty seven. If anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge a world, but to save the world. But then in the next verse, he who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has the one who judges him. The word I spoke is what will judge him on the last day. And why would Jesus' words on the last day judge him? For I did not speak of my own initiative, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a commandment as to what to say and what to speak. The oneness of Jesus and the Father is central to understanding the nature of judgment and even more so understanding what we call the propitiation or the atonement of Jesus becoming the judgment. Jesus became your judgment Every accusation that has been armed against you, that is aimed against you, Jesus took the penalty. He pleaded guilty for us, but we must hide behind the cross in order not to be seen that the blood of Jesus Christ would cover us. Does God still feel, if you could use that word about God, feel? Does God still Mandate that people must be forgiven from their evil nature to have a relationship with God? Yes. Does God have one plan to do that? Yes. His name is Jesus Christ. Did Jesus come to condemn people? No. But he did come to reveal that people were already condemned or already judged. So that becomes part of preaching the gospel. It's what we call the ministry of reconciliation found in Second Corinthians 5, and we'll look at that in our next podcast. Hey, this is Keith Toosey, just wanting you to really be believing in the context of scriptures and understanding what is at play and what is going on in our culture in trying to separate the Father and the Son. They are one. God bless you. John 3, 16-19 outlines for us that God does not want people to perish. Jesus is the means for keeping people from perishing. Believing removes the existing judgment and the evidence of needed forgiveness. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Toosey. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.